You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. All right, up next is Linda from San Antonio. Hey, Linda, welcome to the show. Hi there. I'm kind of excited to talk to you all. I've listened to your dad for years. <laughs> oh, so great, Linda. Well, I'm glad you called. Yeah. How can we help? Well, you know, I gave the the screener some information. I am an everyday millionaire. But nice, Linda. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, my husband and I worked really hard for it, um, and he's he's gone now. He's, he's uh, I've been a widow about six years, but oh, he had me hmm. set up pretty well. So the issue I have, you had somebody on who was still working, and this is a great time to be investing. Okay, I have about. Four hundred thousand in a in various things, an IRA and Roth and a brokerage account, and then I because of where we work, the you know I also have about a six fifty um, annuity that's not annuitized. But it was part of my husband and my retirement from where we were working. I don't have to ever annuitize it, and I don't intend to. And I you know I'm move off of the other stuff, I think. But I kind of wonder if I should be investing right now or just sitting this out, because I am 73, so, you know, I, I don't know how long I'm going to live. I could live, you know, a long time. And yeah. you do have to be exposed if you're, you know, a little bit. <laughs> sure. No, absolutely. So, so Linda, tell me, what, what other money do you have? Because if you are an everyday millionaire, is most of it, is some of that in your home? Do you have a paid off house do you well, have other I have, accounts I, last year i sold my residence i had a condo and also had a rental property and i sold them both and ended up buying a uh i was in a two-story condo and i wanted a one-story with a yard so i did that and you know i got a good price on the condos but then i had to pay a bigger price than i wanted for this house so i have it's like fifty-eight thousand dollar mortgage and Oh, it's two seventy six a month, and I have a financial planner, and she doesn't think I should pay it off. And of course, I I haven't had a mortgage in a long time, so I've thought about paying it off. Um, I have about forty thousand in emergency fund, and my checking account. So I, I guess I have about fifty thousand between the two of them, and I have about forty eight thousand a year income from okay. retirement, and then I you know I spend about seventy. You spend seventy. Yeah, the rest of it's from investments. Oh, you know, okay. It throws off cash, so you know. All right. And you're and you're completely it, retired. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. I actually, wanted to fly to go be driving around pizzas or something. <laughs> you're doing great, oh, well, Linda. Never mind. You're doing great. So, Linda, the four hundred thousand dollars that's currently invested. Yes. Uh, the brokerage is actually in, in dividend-producing stocks, and the other, the IRA, and the traditional IRA, and the Roth are in uh, mutual funds, different mutual funds, which are producing quite well. And each one of those has a significant amount of cash because last year I sold a lot of things, and there was nothing to buy. So there is a seven inch, you know, there's a, in all three of those accounts, there's a fair amount of cash. Well, so. you're asking, should you, how should you be investing? Because it sounds like this money's already invested. What money are you looking to well, invest? Should I be invest? Should I be buying things now with the, some of the cash value that I have in those various accounts? Or should yes, I wait if it's sitting on the cash drop? side, I would definitely be investing that. 
Okay. And I would stay. I would stay aggressive. I know that's a hot take in the financial planning world, Rachel, uh, with asset allocation theory basically being, well, Linda seventy three. We need to put her in the most conservative bonds possible so that she doesn't lose money. But what happens is Linda's going to live another twenty years, and that account's going to get you know, depleted, right? That's kind of what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so we like to stick to the same strategy with um, growth stock mutual funds. And yes, there's going to be some volatility, but we found, and statistics will back this up, that you'll end up doing better having a, invested a little more aggressively than if you left it real conservative. Even even at your age, Linda. So yep, that's, that's it. So well done, though. I mean, what an incredible job. Yeah. And I'd get that mortgage she, paid off. I'm not your too. financial planner, but You're, you might need to fire them. The fact that that's their uh, advice, Linda, I really would look at, you know, that we have SmartVestor pros. We actually just met three out in the lobby yeah, awesome um, from all over the country. And I would, I would, I would look for somebody else that has the idea of, hey, we want you to be able to have no debt and be investing in something even aggressive, even a little bit more aggressively than just standard traditional bonds uh, that some financial planners will put you in. But I like where you're at, where you're sitting. You're pretty well diversified and um, that's great. So thanks, Linda. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks for tuning into Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.